Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. He's Keyshawn Johnson. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie coming in for Max Kellerman. Thanks for joining us on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 8 as well as tune in. Oh, we're going to get what you have to say about the top Super Bowl sleepers, in your opinion, your calls at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Our Matt Key had his real rankings, his top five Super Bowl sleepers, number five, the Cardinals, number four, the Raiders, Number three, the Patriots. Freddy. Number two, the Eagles. And number one, the Vikings. Yes, sir. I, I, we talk about Max wearing socks. I, it, mm-hmm. It's so hot it is. in this studio right now. Yeah, because it's hotter than Bad Breath in New York. Oh, but no, 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 no. Don't worry. There's AC in every other room in the South Street Seaport but our room. Must be broke. That, I, I got this Honeywell <laughs> fan literally sitting right next to me, just blowing wind in my face, Key, like I'm in a Beyonce video. <laughs> For the past three hours. No, you, no, no, no. What do you mean, no, no, no? Blowing in your face like a Beyonce video. First of all, you don't look like Beyonce. First off, off, nobody said I look like Beyonce, but you got the overall gist. Yes, we did. Yes, I did. But I don't like the fact that you tried to. Never mind. Uh, Oh, no, no, you started it. Finish it. Is there there a better R&B singer that you think? Drew Hill, Cisco. I'm like Cisco. (laughs) Boy. In in an R and B video with a fan in my face, yeah, yet with no hair like to blow that, in a just, fan. Yeah, the just wind. That air conditioning. When you start talking about Beyonce, I'm thinking about the hair. I'm not, you know, That's thinking what I'm about saying. nothing else. Who would you be R and B wise, Key? Kenny Gale. I wonder uh, what kind of R and B singer would Keyshawn be, other than being yourself. Who would that be? Himself. He would be himself. Can't he'd, be, be he'd, be, uh, he'd be like Key Love. That's his name. <laughs> would, would, nah. would Chris Brown? No, what is that? Pop? Chris Brown. Is Chris He's too light skin. You can't do that. No. You can't do Chris Brown. Nope. That's can't not him. Chris Brown. Nope. Can't do Chris Brown. No. I don't know because I got my own sex appeal, so yeah. I would be different. Would he be Kendrick? No. But see, it's Kendrick too rough. is a rapper, right? Yeah, it's an R and B. Okay, my mistake. <laughs> Don't beat him up, Jake. Damn. My fault, Freddie. I didn't Easy. mean to come off that way. Jeez, the I guy just come off that way, Freddie. The guy just named one one artist. And you're, <laughs> I said R and B. He he gave me that New Jersey handshake. Like, he always has a beat for not listening. I'm just I saying. I don't know who I would. I mean. Now, are we going old school like D'Angelo, 90s, Neo Soul, or we're doing yeah, current? Go, go any any direction you want, Freddie. I can see I can see keep being a D'Angelo. Johnny Gill? Got Let's some see. Johnny Gill, okay, too. Okay, now we're going to keep it moving now. What? Come on now, dog. What's wrong with Johnny What's wrong Gill? What's Johnny Gill? JG, cool, but no. <laughs> he ain't cool enough for you. <laughs> you he yeah, cool, but he yeah, ain't you. Yeah, you crossed that line, Jay. He was okay with the first one, like D'Angelo. You said Johnny Gill, the whole, his, his whole expression changed. Well, I tried to give got... him a chance. I tried to tell me, like, who he thinks he is. First of all, none of them dudes. I would, I would. I mean, B. McKnight is cool. Yes. Yeah, Brian McKnight. Brian McKnight. Yeah, I, I that works. That. I can see you, B. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. No doubt. I don't know, man. To be honest with you, I, I really don't know. Okay. That's fine. But I can tell you one thing. What's that? I wouldn't be dating a Kardashian, that's for sure. Why would you have your career end that way? I don't blame you. I just was thinking about music. <laughs> You're thinking about... <laughs> same rule applies. Yeezy and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. Travis Scott, all them. Uh-huh. <laughs> same, same rule, same rule applies. No, uh, can I say that? Nope. Okay. I, I think you already Davidson, did. They're not together anymore, man. Yeah, I know. It just happened. You see what he did the other day that he's so distraught? He said, like, he has a T-shirt that says, I blanked up. 
Pete Davidson after they broke up. Did you see Kanye West's post in the New York? <laughs> oh my God, who hasn't headline seen that? To the New York Times, like oh. yo, oh savage. New York Times did what? Well, he he kind of like duped the post and yep. changed the headline of the New York Times into mm-hmm. something pretty interesting around yes. Pete Davidson. Oh, around Pete Davidson. Oh yeah, leave that dude alone, man. Yeah, no, no Kanye's well past that. I'm just no, talking not about you. I'm talking yeah. about yeah. He need to leave that dude alone. Just yeah, he's well past that. The best yeah. part was the fine print, though. Oh, the fine print. <laughs> yes, was good but, call, you leave, but you leave that dude alone, though. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. Why are you bothering that he, man? He, no one's bothered Pete Davidson. Kanye has let it be known he's not going to stop. He but isn't. Why? Because he's Kanye. That's the only answer. <laughs> exactly. Seriously. She didn't choose you. She chose him. Now keep it moving. No. He's not going to do that. Man, I'm yay, man. I'm not worried about no damn Pete Davis. I'm yay. I'm Kanye. But you're yeah, not I'm not yay. worried about Pete Davis. You're not yay. That's why yay is doing stuff like this. Mm-hmm. No. If I'm yay is what I'm saying, Jay. I'm Kanye. I'm worth whatever billion. Sure. I got shoes. I exactly. Can go, I can call a concert tomorrow and sell out MetLife. Right. Why am I worried about this dude? He's dating my ex-wife. Big but, deal. Because, but, Key, you live on planet Earth. He lives on planet Kanye. This is the same way, though, Key. Me too. Ke- Kevin, Dur- Shut up, Kevin Durant <laughs> argues back with people via Twitter who right. has no idea who the hell they are. It's 21st century. It's what, it's what happens. It ain't 21st century to me. <laughs> What? <laughs> well, he said it's 21st century. That's what he just said, and I said not to me. Keys back in the hot tub time machine. No, man, but it's, it, I can't. I just, I, I just, I don't know. Uh, oh, I man. see things differently, yeah. I guess, when it comes time to that. Sure. We get it. We understand you know. The kid cut him meant to play at a funeral, but. Uh-huh. Watch out for the bottles. Yeah, yeah watch out for everything. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. I know. Like, like. <laughs> why? I mean, what? I don't know, man. The time they got different beef, though. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Like, me yeah. growing up, I would look at it differently. My mm-hmm. ex-wife, I remember the time when my ex-wife was dating somebody. And this was back in the day when we, my youngest kids, when weed and stuff like that wasn't cool. Right. Right? From a legal standpoint. Sure. And her ex-dude used to smoke weed around my kids. Uh-uh. So, you know, I went ham on him. Right. And, 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 and threatened him and everything and didn't give a damn because I did not want that in my environment. So, if Kanye had issue with Pete Davidson at some level like that, then I can take and understand mm-hmm. the trolling and things of that nature. I mean, Key, he did get all the all their kids' names tattooed on his body. I mean, it, yeah. yeah, but I don't care about that part. I don't give. That's oh. what you want to mess up your body because of my kids. I'm talking about from a disrespect standpoint. Right, it's an adult. That, that's that's adult all I'm kid saying. Relationship, right? Yeah, that's all I'm you. saying, Jay. Yeah, no, I'm I, only I, saying from a disrespect standpoint because she choose him, not you. Yeah, that's why I, I am entitled. I ain't going. I am entitled. Staying out of that one. Y'all staying out of it? Completely. Y'all man. scared he might come at y'all now? I'm not scared of him. I just I want to be Bennett and not in it. No, I just I'm know scared how of that him. Is. I say it out loud. I'm no, not I'm not Bennett. I'm, I'm, not, not I'm just trying to understand. Like, for me, I just don't like to see Kanye put himself out there like that yeah, be better when it's than not that. necessary. Be better than that, in other words. <laughs> no, he can do whatever he want to do, but I'm just saying it's not necessary. For Kanye? Because if I'm Kanye... Right. Man, I can go line them up from across the street to down the out. Man, they'll be lined up but across the, the Brooklyn is, Bridge down to the studio. The problem is when he does that, they all look like Kim. 
Yeah, he has it's a he weird. has a type. He has a type. It's weird. He, he, de- he definitely I has a type. I get what you would do, but it all looks like yeah, her. Yeah, He has a type. He has. But a, everybody got a type, and everybody. Like, nah, he, he, he has he, a type. No, no, don't defend this, Keith. Yeah, oh, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying, Jay. Everybody has a type. He, some people got more than one. Some people got the same. And sometimes the a chair same. is a chair. Uh, and a house is not a home. Exactly. But what he, but I think, okay, well done, I know Jay. we're supposed to be talking about sports, but forget it now. What I'm saying is he is showing her I can duplicate you with no problem at all. And that's what he basically but he can't. does. But he can't. Only, and they all kind of look the same, Jay. But there's only one Kim. Yeah, I get the one. I get the one part with the money and what she's been able to create. Yeah. But as far as the look go, oh, he could duplicate that many times over because he's already in the show. You can't. By the one girl he was dating, that mm-hmm. her clothes, her glasses, everything was. Oh, don't worry. He bought her everything that Kim wears. Exactly. <laughs> so he duplicated oh, that with geez. no problem at all. This will look good on you. Are you sure? Can I'm you, sure. Can you imagine anybody going to a relationship like, oh, yeah, th- this this is going to be stable. <laughs> this is going to work out long term. Yeah, this is fun, on, man. You, you got a better chance of finding a stable Churchill Downs compared what? to Kanye. <laughs> Seriously. What? Seriously. Yeah, I, just, I, I mean, don't know, the music man. fly, though. I yeah, it is. Not well, music. I just... Yeah. Yeah, no, I was listening to some the other day when I was working out, uh-huh. you know, really like listening to it. I was like, oh, yeah. Lord, have mercy, this dude is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you know, for real, though, he, I just, I don't know. I saw I the Pete know. Davidson thing, and I was just like, why? I think, why? We, I think we all ask why. Yeah, we, we, there's a plenty of why questions is regarding Is she going to move to her next boyfriend? What, you going to get at him, too? Yeah, he is. 100% he's going to do that. There's no doubt about Who's that. Who's the Kanye West of the NBA? Who's oh, the Kanye no West of the NBA? I don't, th- I don't think – does that person exist? I, I don't think I don't anybody's know. to that level. I'm asking you guys. The easy answer is Kyrie, but that's not the right answer. That's the easy answer. That's the easy that, answer. That's the, but that's, to me, that's not the right one. There's got to be somebody else. Has to be. He's Keyshawn Johnson, J. Williams, Freddie Cohen for Matt Skelman on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as tune in. As a matter of fact, we're going to move from Kanye to L.A. when it comes to the Los Angeles Rams. Now, time for another Camp Confidential on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the Los Angeles Rams. They got the championship last year. They're looking to run it back this year, but there are little cracks in the armor when it comes to the Rams trying to do that. Let's bring in Sarah Barshop, the ESPN Rams reporter. She joins us here on Keyshawn, Jalen Max to talk about the Rams in 2022. Sarah, the big question is the elbow injury. Matthew Stafford, last week they were transparent, saying it's problemsome. This week on Saturday, they say he looked really good. Stafford said I'm feeling stronger every time he comes out here and throws the football. How's the team continue to deal with something that's not going to go away with the Rams? Well, we asked about it yesterday, and, and Sean McVay downplayed it again. He said, yes, he didn't crochet, and that was part of the plan. And so, really, since that first day when he admitted that they had lessened Matthew Stafford's workload, and then a couple of days in a row where they had addressed it, it's now seemed like the message has turned to, yes, this is the plan, this is the plan. So, that's kind of how he's addressed it. Um, and today, we'll see Stafford throw again during practice after he didn't throw yesterday. We're going to get Sarah Barshaw real back. We're going to put on hold for a second to make sure she's in a better spot to talk about the Los Angeles Rams. And, Key, I thought it was interesting that one day with the Rams, 
it wasn't woe was us, but it was terms of that this is going to be a problem. And then Saturday, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Everything's going to be fine. Matthew Stafford and his elbow injury. Yeah, I think everything will be fine. Look, I don't put too much into a player resting up doing training camp, especially when you come off uh, off-season surgery. You you want to make sure that everything is corrected. You don't want to see inflammation. You there's certain ways about going about rehabbing somebody doing training camp. You're going to have some soreness in certain spots because you're, you know, the shock value is there, all of those sort of things. So I don't really – I don't get all bent out of shape in training camp when somebody misses time or feel a soreness. I don't. And we got Sarah Barshaw back, ESPN Rams reporter, joining us once again, Keyshawn J. Willemax and ESPN Radio. Sarah, continue to talk about the injury that this team's going to have to deal with no matter what the level is with Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I think it's something they're just going to have to manage. And right now I think it's pain management. And that's something that is not new for Matthew Stafford. He's done that his whole career. He's played through pain, and he played through it last year. And that's why, look, you never want a quarterback to be injured or be dealing with pain or any of like that. However, I do think this is not something new to them. And so, like you said, he played through February. He played through Super Bowl, which he's never done before. And now I think this is just an offseason of managing that pain. It didn't work early in the offseason. They couldn't alleviate all the pain, which is why they're having to do this now. So with that being said, I mean, are there concerns for you that it's – I know they dealt with this in years before in the offseason, obviously in his career in Detroit too. But still coming into the year, like the margin for error to repeat, it's so difficult to even begin with, right? Uh, but having that kind of question mark and – how do you need to maintain an injury like that in order to get him through an entire regular season? I think that's what they're trying to figure out. Look, I mean, I, I would think it is concerning, of course. He's dealing with an injury on his throwing arm. Um, but I think it's just going to be a lot of management during the week. I'm wondering if during the, you know, the regular season we won't see him throwing at practice every day. If he'll, you know, still be – it'll be interesting to see if they can get to a point where he's not feeling the pain – or if they're going to go into the season and just say, it is what it is. This is how you're going to have to deal with it. Let's try and take, you know, let's make you only have to make those important throws during a game and let's take the pressure off and you don't have to do that as much during practice. Sarah, when you look at the Rams and what they've been able to do in the offseason, and some players have come, some players have gone, like Von Miller, but Allen Robinson certainly landed in a better spot than he was in Chicago with um, – Chicago Bears, but Odell Beckham Jr. is still out there in free agency, and I certainly understand the salary cap ramifications in the 53-man roster situation. Are the Rams looking to simply just wait till the season starts so that the paragraph five in his base salary is not guaranteed to maybe sign OBJ at the beginning of the season opposed to now? I think that could be it. I think the other thing is they just probably need the flexibility because of what it would mean for the salary cap. If you find him during training camp, you sign him right now. And then, you know, unfortunately, if there's another injury to, you know, to another position group, and then all of a sudden, well, you don't have that salary cap flexibility anymore because you find someone who can't even play right now. So Sean McVay again publicly courted him last week. He said, you know, he's talking about Van Jefferson having surgery and being unavailable right now. And he's going through the options on the roster. And then he says, and, you know, we'll see if we can bring OBJ back here. And so – this public courting has gone on and on. So 
my guess is that when it gets closer to the time that Odell Beckham could play is when talks will start heating up again. But I think right now it just doesn't make sense for either side because, you know, for OBJ, I'm sure he wants to see what else is out there if the Rams aren't committed to signing him right now. And the Rams, because it takes away that financial flexibility. Sarah Bosch, up ESPN Rams reporter here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max and ESPN Radio. On the other side, another injury that a lot of people are concerned about. Jalen Ramsey recovered from shoulder surgery, and he's been a de facto coach, really helping out the defense while he recovers. What is the likelihood, Sarah, that he'll be ready for week one? He said that he's on track for week one. Um, you know, we've seen him before practice go through the rehab. I saw him yesterday. He was, you know, working with a member of the training staff and doing rehab while the team is doing team drill because he hasn't participated in that during camp yet. Um, so I, he, he said that. The reason he had surgery the day he did is because he and the training staff set a deadline for a shoulder surgery. And they said, if it is not healed to the point where it does not need surgery by this date, you have to have surgery. And uh, Ramsey indicated that that was because that would be the last moment before that he would be ready for the season. So I don't think they would have pushed the surgery too far that he wouldn't be on track. And he told us that he expects to be out there. And he actually said the minute he had surgery, way less pain than he was during the season. He said, it's a good thing that they're telling me not to be out there because if it was up to me, I would be out there right now because I'm not even really in pain. Here on Twitter, Sarah Barshop, like we mentioned, that's a great job covering the Rams as an ESPN Rams reporter. Sarah Barshop joining us here at Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Hey, Sarah, thanks for the time and enjoy the rest of the, the preseason. Get ready for the regular season, okay? Thank you. Great talk to you guys. You too, my friend. By the way, a lot of people uh-huh. look at the Rams in terms of repeating, running it back, I know they're trying to bounce back from injuries, but the one thing that Sean McVay has really preached, Key and Jay, is that whatever concern is there, we're good enough and tough enough that we'll work it out and be ready when the regular season comes. They still believe they're the best team in the NFL. I think so. Um, I think they are. You had to think about that, didn't you? No, I'm thinking. I, I think they are. I think they could be the best team in the NFL, but I don't look. I know y'all laugh about the Saints. I know you laugh about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Green Bay Packers. When I look at the conference, those teams stand out to me along with the Rams. And I go to the AFC. Buffalo hadn't won anything, although it wasn't Josh Allen's fault they lost to Kansas City. Buffalo's tough. Kansas City's tough. Baltimore's going to be tough. Cleveland, depending on how that thing shakes out, is going to be tough. Cincinnati was in the Super Bowl a year ago. There's a lot of teams, the Chargers, the Raiders, that are good. I think the Rams are right there. I don't think it's the Rams and everybody else by no stretch of imagination. Yeah, I, I would agree, Key. I think there's something about top to bottom. They are a complete team. But, I mean, so much of this is, is hard for me because as much as we get into projections earlier in the season, like the Matthew Stafford news is really big news to me, guys. And I know it's something that they dealt with in years last year and maintaining that. But, you know, as we all know, like, this is a game of inches. It, it takes something slight to happen that can alter the case for any team, yet alone somebody coming off surgery with someone that was injured where you're trying to monitor, you know, the volume of throws he has and where that will lead you to be and how to utilize him throughout the course of the regular season. It's so delicate. That's what gets me worried about the Rams. When, to your point, Jay, when you have to manage an arm injury the quarterback because it's not going to get better if it doesn't rest. And if you're getting ready for an NFL season, rest is something in recovery. 
is going to be in short supply because you have to have him out there throwing the football. So how you manage that, and Sarah mentioned in terms of pain management, but also in terms of reps management, Key, because you need Matthew Stafford out there, but you can't run the risk of running him out there. And I don't want to say over-practicing. That's not the right word. But if they have to continue to do this and they're doing this now, how much more How much more that's going to be exacerbated when the regular season things get really ramped up if you're Matthew Stafford and the Rams? Well, I think in, a, in, in training camp, Sean McVay's in the Rams and Les Snead's motto has always been to rest up the veteran players and not put too much of the workload on them and burn them out in preseason in training camp when we can get the work out of them in the regular season. And they've done that, and they've gone since they've been there to two Super Bowls and the one Super Bowls doing it that way. And I don't see any other way of doing it with them because it's work for them. Um, so Matthew Stafford will have plenty of rest when the regular season starts. They know how to manage the expectations of their players, which is a good thing. Some coaches don't, but Sean McVay and Les Snead clearly have that figured out. That division won't help either. Where you, It's just bloodthirsty football in the NFC West. you got the Cardinals, you got the 49ers, especially the way that they play. The Seahawks aren't going to be any good, but division games and key. And, Jay, you guys know that you play an opponent that you see all the time. They're not going to make it easy on you, no matter what kind of talent they don't have on that side or any side of the football. It's going to be interesting with the Rams not just trying to run it back, but in that kind of division and the kind of style that they have to play to win. If that's going to be something that they may have to rely more on the running game, if Stafford's elbow is not going to be right at any time during the regular Key, season. Key, I am curious, real quick, who do you think is a, is a bigger contender in the NFC West to the Rams, because obviously I, I know what the Cardinals have, and obviously Kyler Murray, even though D-Hop would be out the first six games. But just the, the intrigue of Trey Lance and, and, and Kyle Shanahan and that offense and that defense and the way they've learned how to play, it's safe to say probably San Francisco? No, it's probably – I was going to say probably San Fran. San Fran, right? Yeah. San Fran's got a lot yeah. of pieces. A lot of mm-hmm. pieces, got right? got De- Debo Samuel back. Yeah. I, uh, Brandon Ayuk is back. Um I, I would say San Fran. Yeah, yeah, that defense. I, I, that defense was good last year. I think that defense could be better this year when it comes to San Francisco. And if that's going to be the case, that's going to ease a lot of concerns with Trey Lance, where he wants to do everything to override the defense. That defense could be lockstep in him. That forty nine team could be really, really good when it's all said and done. Triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. It is time for you to ask the GM anything without GM Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL insider. 888-729-3776. That, that, this, that, Jay has this from Omega Accounting. Is your small or medium-sized business still recovering from the pandemic? Let Omega Accounting Solutions help. I want to tell you how Omega can help your business get a $26,000 refund for each employee with the Employee Retention Credit, or other known as ERC. This powerful tax credit is based on the wages and health care costs you paid employees during the pandemic. That's right. This is money you've already paid the government, and you can get back just for keeping your employees working during the pandemic. So call Omega at 800-704-2000 or visit omegataxcredits.com and fill out the form for a free consultation. Omega is a BBB partner with 15 years experience navigating tax incentives. They have recovered over $300 million in cash ERC refunds for customers in the last six months alone, from restaurants to solar companies, and your business could be next. Get started now by calling Omega at 800-704-2000 or go to omegataxcredits.com for a free consultation before the government's filing window closes and this refund is gone for good. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live 
everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. And real quick, breaking news involving one of the greats in the world of sports and not just in tennis. Serena Williams has announced that she will retire from tennis. She did not say when, although the assumption will be after this U.S. Open that happens next month. Breaking news, Serena Williams announcing that she will retire from tennis. She didn't say exactly when, although the assumption seems to be that she will retire after the U.S. Open. We'll have more about this coming up in 10 minutes right here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Freddie Coleman. Infomax Kellerman presented by Progressive Insurance and ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80, and tune in. We're going back to the National Football League. We're less than four weeks away from the NFL season kicking off between the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. Let's bring in Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider joining us and you can join by asking the gym anything hit us up at triple eight say espn 888-729-3776 mike before we get the calls asking you anything what are your thoughts as a former gm about kareem hunt wanting to be traded out of cleveland and making that news available to everybody over this past weekend yeah really disappointing first of all he's not even the best running back on his own team he was hurt a year ago and there's a time and place to handle your business so i would just tell him hey have a great year don't know what's going to happen to the quarterback position. It could be an opportunity for you and Nick Chubb to have more of the share in terms of what we're going to be doing offensively, and let's get through this year, and then we can reevaluate things. Do you think that's going to work, though, Mike? Yeah, I, I don't. You know, Kia, I don't think there's much of a choice here. I mean, candidly, I don't know what kind of market there would be. He he's a really talented back, but again, he was hurt a year ago. He's not a starter, and I don't know what team is going to give up any sort of like significant pick for a player that's uh, you know there's a a few question marks about Mike I was gonna say I, I just feel I, I feel like these days when any player says hey I'm, I don't want to be here anymore that everybody's just supposed to stop like okay how do we help you get to where you want to be right mm-hmm. like what's that process typically like like we we're talking about Kevin Durant a ton today I, I know yep. they're all different yeah 
What, yep. What's that process typically for a general manager? Yeah, Jay, well, I think you try to solve problems to the extent you can. We just saw Roquan Smith this morning come out, the talented linebacker for Chicago, saying that he wants to be out. And if I'm Matt Eberflus, the new head coach, like, you want the Roquan Smiths of the world on your team. Like, he's a good football player. So I would try to work hard to be a, a listener and see if you could solve the problem. Jacob in North Carolina, 888 espn eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Jacob, what is your question? Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, as you ask the GM anything. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first of all, uh, it, it, in the NBA, the comparison to Kanye West is definitely going to be Westbrook. But to the football <laughs> question, uh, I'm from Charlotte, Carolina, Panthers. We got uh, Baker Mayfield there. What is the likelihood, in your opinion, uh, that Baker Mayfield will not only have a winning regular season but transition into the postseason and be the hometown hero? Yeah, I certainly hope so. And it could be a great sort of like redemptive story. And we've seen that a lot in, in, in our league at the quarterback position. Sometimes it just takes time. And Carolina has a good defense. They got a couple of good skilled players in DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, obviously Christian McCaffrey when he's healthy. So. Um, hopefully Baker Mayfield learned from his experiences in Cleveland, both good and bad, and hopefully Carolina can benefit. And if Baker Mayfield plays good football, this is a team that could sneak up on, on, I think, the NFC playoff picture because of their defense. What does it say that the Carolina Panthers have basically told anybody who is somebody, Mike, that they're willing to wait until after Patriots practice week before making a decision about their quarterback? Yeah, that's a concern because you want as many reps with the ones as possible and – it just seems like things are leaning towards Baker over Sam Darnold. So you want as many repetitions as possible uh, with the ones, you know, little things as key knows, like breaking the huddle and the cadence and hard counts and, you know, situational football, third down, red zone. You want to get as many reps, even if it's a walkthrough. So I think you want to speed up that clock if you can in terms of making a decision. Why, why make the – why speed it up, though, when you have, what is it, about 10 days from the end of preseason to the regular season? That you could, part, you know, practice, do whatever you need to do, so you could get all those reps doing that. And I don't know that Baker Mayfield has the edge over Sam Darnold. I'm not saying this because he went to USC. I just <clears> think <throat> that it would be premature for Matt Rule and company to all of a sudden start to feel as though Baker Mayfield is edging out Sam Darnold when you're bringing a guy in off the streets that people had reservations about anyway when you got a guy who's been there that's somewhat beloved by some of his teammates in the locker room. Yeah, no, Kia, that's a totally fair point. I'm just saying it just seems like they're heading towards Baker. My point is I would make a decision sooner than later because I do think, you know, when you look at the division, like Tom Brady's entrenched there, knows that system. Jameis Winston, even though coming off of injury, it's the same offense, even though it's a new head coach, obviously. Um, Atlanta's probably not going to be a factor in this anyway. So to me, you're just trying to – Close the gap on Eddie. By the way, you could be competing with Minnesota and Kirk Cousins for that last playoff spot. You don't know how the season's going to unfold. And all I'm saying is, given the fact that it's hard to practice in the regular season in terms of, you know, there's a lot more walkthroughs. We, there's not as many competitive practices. Every day you could be on the field in a competitive period with who you know who your starting quarterback is. I think that's to your benefit long term. Big Z in yeah. Missouri, ask the GM anything. What do you got for Mike Tannenbaum of ESPN NFL front office inside of fame? Good morning, fellas. Uh, I'm a huge Cheesehead fan, and I got to say that oddly, I feel that the pressure is going to be off a little bit on A Rod. And Tunyon was out when the run was needed, and Bakhtari. Now, with those guys back, 
and these upcoming rookie receivers, which I'm hearing great things and improvement of the other fellas there, I think Rodgers gets to the Super Bowl finally. The defense is intact. I don't see anybody beating them right now in NFC. Do you disagree? Yeah, I think the Packers' defense is going to be really good when you think about if he's healthy. Jair Alexander, to me, is maybe the best corner in the league. Quay Walker, Devontae White, I think were two really good first-round picks. Um, Rashawn Gary, to me, is an emerging star. So defensively, they'll be good. Now, there is that stat out there that the most receptions a rookie receiver's ever had with Aaron Rodgers is 38. Now, Romeo Dobbs, their fourth-round pick from Nevada, looks good. Christian Watson, their second-round pick, I think has a chance to be really good. So if they could cobble together enough on the outside, this team... When you look at all the other teams in the NFC right now, you know, there's questions about the Rams with Stafford elbow, Dallas with their receiver issues. Tampa obviously has receiver issues, O-line issues. So all the teams have their challenges. It does leave the door open for the Saints, though. Makes it interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good call, Jay. Well, like, I'm a big Jameis Winston fan. I think they, he played much better than people realize. Michael Thomas seems to be healthy, ready to go with Chris Olave. I think they're a very underrated team. Matt in New York, what you got for Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN Info, front office insiders? You asked the GM anything. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm so thankful you guys took my call. Uh, I'm a Jet fan, and I've kind of got two questions in one surrounding Makai Becton. And from what I've heard on his injury, they're fearful, fearful that it could be uh, season-ending. So as a GM, would you be ready to make a move, uh, a trade for those two guys, uh, the one tackle of the Bear and the one in Philly, or would you be more content with uh, free agent signing like Dwayne Brown or um, Brian Bulaga? And my other question was, being that Makai is going into his second season now, and if he is season ending, gone for two seasons, would you be thinking about trading him while his value is still good and while he's still on contract with us if you were the Jets GM? Yeah, great question. You know, Tevin Jenkins from Chicago, he was a guy that was a second rounder. For whatever reason, he seems on the outside looking in, but um, I would look at all – sort of avenues to improve uh, that because this is a big year for Zach Wilson and George Fant's an okay tackle and, and, and assuming that Becton's out now that Dwayne Brown the only concern with Dwayne Brown now is older and wasn't in a training camp so yeah. I would bring in I would bring him back in for another visit I would certainly talk to Chicago I would keep all avenues open and you hope Becton can make uh, a return next year but um, if you miss two consecutive seasons that's typically hard to come back from especially at his size and all those expectations that he's not be able to live up to. That'll be a very interesting decision for Joe Douglas and the Jets in the offseason. Great stuff as always, Mike, my friend. Take care and be well. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Freddie, great to be on with you. I usually, I know the voice, but not usually in this time slot. You're yes. usually, you know, after 7, not before well, 9. Mike, his name isn't Freddie. It's Hot Sauce. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Here we go. Hot Sauce Freddie. That's what we call we him. Already got a sauce hot Sauce gar- Freddie. We already got a sauce garden in New York. We don't need somebody trying to be older hot sauce when it comes out of New York. We hot don't need that Freddy. at all. Thanks a lot, Mike. <laughs> all right, guys. Appreciate it. Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, joining us here. Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams. I used to be hot sauce. I'm just Freddie Coleman. Yeah. We're, we're going to continue to react to the breaking news that Serena Williams will retire. That's after my man Jay has this from NetSuite. I thought it was key, but yep. that's okay. Yep. Key has this. If you don't, your, if if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business, especially in today's economy. But over thirty-one thousand businesses do know their numbers because they they use NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financial financial plannings, budgeting, and inventory, so you can manage risk and improve margins. Everything you need to know. 
all in one place. See why NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. Right now, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash KJM. NetSuite.com slash KJM. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as tune in with Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Freddie Coleman in for Max Kellerman. First time you guys have been back together since Key was on vacation, and Jay Will, you haven't taken your vacation yet, so uh, what are you waiting for? Uh, well, I've been I've been taking some Fridays. I've been right. relaxing, but my you know my wife is pregnant with our third, so we're really yeah. not we're not going too many places. Okay, I, I often feel like now like, with a pregnant wife, it's like everything's like well, you got uh, this this is going around over here, or this is going around there, yeah. or you know Zika, and all. I'm like, what? Jeez, I, I, you know what? We gonna stay right here at home. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with staying out of harm's way. No, I hear absolutely. You. But it's like I yeah, think that's, that that's on the fine. back end of the pandemic. Uh, well. I, you know, I'm just gonna stop talking. About it. I don't know. I mean, if I had if I had your backyard, I'd stay home too. He always it, gets to your house. It always because he Seriously. like he like building other people up to deflect from what he has. This man got a and so burning at the end of the day. Place. Jay, you see, you see, I like to try to you, you try to overtalk me, Freddie. Uh-huh. You see it? No, a what I was gonna say, oven place in his backyard. <laughs> no, what I was gonna say to you, Jay, is that you're getting ready to have your third child. Yep, and I house. honestly. I honestly think you should buy your wife a Bentley. <laughs> Why? What is that? I'm Why? So because I I feel like that it would be cool for Jay to put the big bow on it, like <laughs> after she delivers the baby, pull it up to the front of the house. Well, I'm gonna have the three the the three uh, you know uh, child the kid kid the, seats, the car in, seats in the in the in the Bentley. <laughs> Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Why? Yeah, I'm just trying to get a truck. <laughs> no, they have Bentley like trucks. Tr- I'm not getting a Bentley truck, Key. <laughs> I Why? think it would be a great gift. 
You are the I think I just think it would be a great gift. There, there's certain vehicles you buy that have to be kid and dog not friendly. Don't, I'll, I'll DM her the pictures, Jay. No, no, you. Oh, see now. Now, right, now see. he's getting you in trouble. No, now no, he's no, no, no. Because no, Key already. Co- <laughs> key what? <laughs> key did what? What did I do? No, key. Start in trouble. That's no, what you did. I don't mind it because you know my we we uh, we talk about Key every day at my house. I mean, my, my daughter loves Key. That's uh-huh. every every day on the show when Key. Where, Dad, where's Keisha? I'm like, if you just don't stop, honey, baby. Keisha's I'm a DM or the brochures. All right, don't don't set me up, man. <laughs> this, is, this has your bank account being ruined all over I it. I know why. Jay worked very hard. I mean, long-term investments, Key. When we just buy an apple? That is long-term yeah, yeah, investment. Get us some You're apple investing stock. in your family. Get us some Safety, apple Safety, luxury, all luxury of those vehicles. things. That's a <laughs> no, that's a depreciating asset. Yes. I want assets that are safe. Right, the minute you drive that car, the lot it depreciates. Bentley, no matter what it is. I'm just trying to help Jay. That's I think not you're just helping. trying to help Mrs. You're Jay. You're hurting. <laughs> Pip and Freddie. <laughs> Pip and Freddie. Hot sauce, Freddie. Hot sauce, Freddie. <laughs> this is what Slick. happens when you Ooh, always have man. no adult supervision on Keyshawn J. Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson. You better Johnson. call me Hot Sauce Freddie. I, I like the groove you're doing to the song with it. And you had like a little rhythm to it, Jay. Well done. Hey. Not Hayden. Hey. Not Hayden. Hey, hey, hey. Hot Sauce Freddie. Uh, hot Sauce Freddie slick as all outdoors, though. Hot Sauce Freddie. See, that's Hot Sauce Freddie should... going to sell you beachfront property in Arizona. <laughs> Gonna sell, gonna outside sell. waiting with all the DVDs. Like, man, you know it's 2021, hot and his, sauce. And his real good friend is Jerome from Martin. No, yeah, true. From Martin. True. Got Rome a pocket Rome. full of Muslim Rome. <laughs> Look out there, young buck. <laughs> nah, this is all we got started. I'm just going to read these words. And a quote. I'm here to tell you that I'm evolving away from tennis toward other things that are important to me. A few years ago, I quietly started Serena Ventures, a venture capital firm. Soon after that, I started a family. I want to grow that family, end quote. That's how Serena Williams announced that she's evolving away from tennis in a Vogue magazine article that was published on Tuesday morning. According to reports, guys, the U.S. Open, it seems that's going to be her final tournament, even though she has not officially, Key said, that she has given a specific time that she's going to walk away from tennis. But that Vogue article that is trending all over the place, Serena Williams, after the U.S. Open, it seems likely that's going to be her last tournament playing as a professional player. Great career. 23 slams. Oh. Uh, you know, maybe she gets 24. Who knows? But 23 slams so far, great career. I mean, how could you How could you argue? A native of Los Angeles, Compton, California. I've known Serena since Serena was about 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, had the, had the opportunity and the fortune enough to be up close Watching her career evolve to where it is today is just, you know, remarkable. Like, re- just remarkable athlete, uh, just everything. And then give credit to her mom and her dad who taught her, her, her sister, and her entire family for the most part to play tennis off a book. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just wild to imagine that and then understand it, know it, and then see it come to fruition. You know, I, I want to say this because I've gotten a chance to talk to Serena a lot over the last several years. Mm-hmm. First off, what she's doing in the whole VC space is so special as a young African-American woman. Serena Ventures, they've invested in over 60 companies 
Most of them have been owned by brown and black people, most, mostly women, which is incredible what she's done. So I, I, I get that's taken a lot of our times. But, I mean, the, the tennis legacy and the athlete legacy are intertwined for me. Mm-hmm. You can make a case that she might be the greatest athlete of all time. In all of women's sports, I know that's a fact. I mean, even when you think about just ranked second in men's and women's behind only Roger Federer with 365 Grand Slam match wins, right? Wow. The second women with the highest total is Martina Navratilova with 305. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the imprint she's left on all of sports to accomplish anything and the business of sport is uh, it's one hell of a legacy. And uh, she's still going. Yeah. She's still going. Think how so many women who are playing tennis now wanted to play tennis because of Serena Williams. Because growing up, I'm a huge tennis fan, and there were so many young women that wanted to be like Chris Ever, Martina Navratilova, but many players wanted to be Serena Williams more to that effect, and not just in communities where tennis is not there, in black and brown communities. There were so many European women, guys, that said, I got into tennis because of Serena. And there aren't black and brown people, in, a lot of them in Europe, last time I checked. That shows the kind of impact that she's always going to have on the state of tennis, and it seems that that's going to be it for her after the U.S. Open. More breaking news. Bears linebacker Rokon Smith said in a written statement that he has requested a trade after contract negotiations between himself and the Bears reached an impasse. He wrote that the new front office regime does not value me here. They refuse to negotiate in good faith. Every step of this journey has been take it or leave it. The deal sent to me is one that would be bad for myself and for the entire linebacker market if I signed it, end quote, Key. That's what Roquan Smith said. Yeah, I, but look, here, here's what I would say. Contract is evolved. You, you, you want to let them know you're not playing. They'll get the deal done at a level that makes sense. It, it's just he, he is the future on the defense along with, with um, uh, Johnson, the corner. Mm-hmm. So – I'm not worried about him demanding a trade right now. Doesn't it, look it, it's it's emotions. It's you gave me a deal that didn't make sense. Just you know what, trade me in. That's all that is. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, so much of all this stuff like has to deal with temporary emotions. Right. And I, I also feel Freddie for the Bears that he is a, a staple. He's a signature of your franchise. Just feels like a really bad look if you were just to easily let that go and not fight for that. Because the Bears have had enough of, uh, had had enough bad looks the last couple of years, last them a lifetime. No matter what, no matter what player, no matter what situation. Khalil Mack, absolutely Khalil Mack. People wonder if Justin Fields is going to be hampered by the Bears organization. Draft picks that have not worked out. The last thing you need if you're the Chicago Bears is something like this, where a guy that you drafted that wanted to be there sees a new head coach and said, nope, I want to be out of here. Things usually work out, but yeah, bad optics when it comes to the Chicago Bears. Speaking yeah, of, he could be he could be a cornerstone of their defense, like I said, along with Jalen Johnson for years to come. And the, I think the Chicago Bears are negotiating. And he's negotiating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not going to trade him. They're going to wind up paying him the money. And it'll be, it'll be he's going to wind up getting what he's supposed yep. to get. Exactly. And that's what it's going to be. By the way, you two guys are going to be on first take together. So the show will continue when you look at it as oh. far as that goes. Oh. Yeah, that's right. You two. Amber Breaking Wilson. news, Freddie. And, I didn't and, get the memo. You didn't get the memo? I didn't yeah. get the questions. You, you didn't get the hey, <laughs> You better figure it out in seven minutes. Both of you. <laughs> Just put it out there. You better figure hey, it out man. in seven minutes. It's going to be you two, Amber Wilson. and Whatever also I'm wearing, Joe. I'm wearing it. 
So you're going to wear your Shady Canyon uh, sweatshirt? He's not gonna, wearing that. Yeah, he's going to change. He's, not, he's, he's dressed up changed. all nice, too. Uh, Jay, not, Jay, Jay, Jay. Yeah, Jay's looking casket. That was Jay's nice before. Jay, it was 9,000 yeah, degrees in the Stephen studio. Jay doesn't Stephen A yelling at him, though. That's what that is. Yeah. There's like a sauna in the studio over here. Yeah, you got to wait to put the jacket up. Jay worried about Stephen A going at him. I know what it is. Is that true, Jay? I just dress for the job I want. There you go. job I have. There you go. Whatever whatever adjustments you have to make. Here we go with this Duke. Stuff. No, what are you talking about? That, that's Ohio Jay State stuff, actually. It's my parents. Jay Will, it's Jay. about adjusting to the defense. Don't make fun doing. of black fathers, Key. Don't do that. <laughs> I didn't. God. What? No, this, just, don't do that. Boy. This guy. You know? <laughs> All right. What? All right, you two. <laughs> Beat it and go to first Making day. fun of black fathers. That's me, Key. That's not right. This is Keith. I'm with Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.